0: Thank you, God, for doing what we can't. Lord, we can't even change a thing in our life that's worth changing unless you come and change it. Lord, we can't change anything in this community unless you come and change it. Lord, we thank you that with man some things are impossible, but with God all things are possible. Thank you, God, for your good and you're great, and everything bows to the name of Jesus Thank you, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. So just to encourage you before I get rolling, congregation participation is highly encouraged. So I'm going to ask you some questions, and I want you to respond, okay? It's pretty easy. All right, so emotions, head or heart? That's pretty good. Y'all, y'all might pick up here a little bit better. That's pretty good. All right, knowledge, head or heart. It. See, now you're getting it. You're right on. Passion and desire, head or heart. heart. All right, beliefs, head or heart. heart. <laughs> See, I tricked y'all. I set y'all up. Uh, thank you for participating, and all of y'all were correct in every one of those. Answers. I want to read Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 and uh, this is the verse scripture that I use so many times I love evangelizing and uh, sharing uh, with people how they can have eternal life and here's the verse that we often use that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved let me go back over verse 9 again that if you confess with your mouth, we just sang about confession. It is absolutely essential that you speak with your mouth. No more silent saints. Right, no more silent saints. See, uh, there, there, there is great power in the spoken word. Yeah. And I tell people all the time when we talk about uh, spiritual warfare and things in our own life that uh, you, Satan can put thoughts in your mind, but Satan can't read your mind. So you need to pray out loud. Please understand that. And so we just sang that song about, about speaking things out loud, and, and uh, let's pray for that person that the Amber Alert is on, and I know all of our phones have been going off uh, today. Um, let's do that. Father God, we pray in this situation, Lord, I know the, the tragedy that a family feels when one of their loved ones is missing, yeah. and so Lord, I pray that you would intervene in that situation, and, uh, and Lord, to do, do your mighty work there in Jesus' name, amen, amen. All right. um, Romans chapter 10, verse 9. And if we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe with our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10. For with the heart one believes... y'all catch that? Oftentimes, we think it's a head issue. We are preaching on the difference between the trees, tree of knowledge of good and evil, and the tree of life. I am one who loves, loves, loves preaching, but especially teaching the word of God. I love teaching the Word of God. Uh, I love learning from the Word. I love digging into the Scriptures. I'm going to tell you something. I can build me a big old head of knowledge and have a tiny little heart, and I will have done myself no good. In fact, I can actually heap up more judgment for myself by how much I know, but how little I do with what I know. And I just want to come back to this business of with the heart one believes. And so it's an issue of the heart. Amen? Can I get y'all to talk to me this morning? It's an issue of the heart. I want you to look with me to Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15, Jesus is dealing with some people who have heart condition. And uh, I, uh, I want you to recognize that everything that we're talking about, it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. I need you to understand the issue of the heart is the heart of the issue. And so in Matthew chapter 15... In verse 19, he is talking to the scribes and the Pharisees. What's a scribe? A scribe is someone who takes the word of God and he's the the Xerox of that time period. Copies it over and over and over again. And so these were experts of the law. When I say law, I'm talking about the Old Testament law, that system that God put in place in which man could now have access back into the presence of God. These were experts in the law. And in verse 19 of Matthew 15, it says, For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts. I always thought thoughts came out of my head. But if the heart is wrong, the head can contrive all kinds of evil things. Can it not? If the heart is wrong, the head can think up all kinds of evil things. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness that's lying, and blasphemies. If we uh, go back up to verse 7, again, he's talking to the experts of the law. Those who live by the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And he goes to them and says, uh, it's a heart issue. Verse 7, hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah prophesy about you saying these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain, they worship teaching us uh, teaching as doctrines, the commandments of men. So man is not satisfied with just the commandments of God. We want to form our own rules. We're going to form our own laws. And they did. Now. I want you to turn with me to Ezekiel chapter 36. I want to encourage you uh, to, to bring a Bible. Um, I know that I look at a lot of scriptures, and it's easier to look it on the screen, and I thank God for uh, somebody back here clicking those buttons, and it's a very hard job, and I'm thankful for them. But I really want our people to be skilled with the sword. Amen? I want our people to know the word of God. And, and I can tell you where verses of scripture are on the page just by thinking of Philippians chapter 2. Well, in my Bible, it's on this side. <laughs> I know it. Uh, that we should have, have the mind of Christ. It's over here. I kind I, I, We need to be skilled with the sword. On well, Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, God is referring to a people who have been trying to live by the letter of the law and have not been able to accomplish it. And as I preached this last Sunday, uh, it's that list of I wills. God says, I will do this and I will do that. Some of y'all remember that from last Sunday. Verse 26, I will give you a new what? All right. We need one, don't we? Because in our sinfulness, our old heart gets hardened and callous and is unable to receive from the Lord. And we're going to talk about that condition as a lost person here in just a second. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. That's an event called salvation. Amen? Amen? Another word for that salvation is regeneration. You have been made new. You've been born again. There is a heart transplant. He takes out the heart that you had as a lost person that could not receive from him, and he transforms you into a spiritual person that can receive from him. Amen? Amen. Next event, verse 27, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. But they tried to walk in the statutes in their own spirit, in their own strength, in their own flesh, and they could not. And so now he says, I will. Amen. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my judgments and do them. Now that you've had a heart transplant. Now that I've removed the heart of stone, put in a heart of flesh, it is now sensitive to God. And there's another part of it I'm going to touch in a little bit, but I'll just touch on it right now and sympathetic towards people. Because when that heart transplant takes place, what happens is he takes out the heart of stone. By the way, do you know what just dawned on me? You know what stone always represents in the Bible? Law. That, that knowledge of good and evil, that's what you live by before, that is now, you recognize, no, it's by grace that I've been saved, not of works. It is a gift of God, not of myself, lest anyone should boast. That's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Amen? Amen. And that, that heart of stone, that knowledge of good and evil, he says, I need to remove that because you think that you can perform it on your own. You cannot make your own self righteous. And he gives us a heart that is tender and sensitive and then once he's given us this regenerated heart, now he can put his spirit within us and now we can be spirit led. Amen. You couldn't be spirit led before you got saved. You couldn't pick up the things of the spirit. You couldn't understand the things of the Lord. And uh, that's where we want to go now. First Corinthians chapter two. First Corinthians chapter two. This is so good. Man, if I was sitting where you were sitting, I'd be amening the guy up here. I'll tell you what, earlier when we first started singing, I won't pick up something and throw it. I mean, I got all kind of excited. First Corinthians chapter 2, I'm going to kind of lay the groundwork in this verse of Scripture. Then I'm going to come back to the top of this passage and, and cover it. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. I'm going to teach this, kind of showing you with three positions. Verse 14, the natural man. And remember, ladies, you ain't off the hook. This is mankind, and you are included. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. The matru- that natural person. We're over here. Another word for them is a lost person. They are unregenerate. They cannot yet pick up the things of the Spirit. Okay, It's like a, the old school radio that we dialed in our channel, our station. And the real old school one had that little knob y'all pulled out. Y- y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, who does know who I'm talking about? Most of you have gray hair or none at all. You got that little knob you pulled out, you dialed on that station and you pushed it in and now all of a sudden it's saved on that. Now everything's di- digital and you can get a radio the size of a chiclet. But, uh, but there was the day that we dialed in our frequency to pick up the channel. A, a-, a lost person... God is speaking, they just can't pick it up. They just can't pick it up. It's, it's impossible. Let's read it again, verse 14. But the natural person, the natural or lost person, does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they're spiritually discerned. So uh, let me help you with this. You can learn this book And you can get lots of knowledge into your head. But until you're born again, you can't really understand this book. Uh, We had an 80-year-old gal uh, uh, get saved here. And in fact, there is in the back room over there a, a little wooden podium. And it's got her husband's name on it from back in the 50s or 60s. She was the music minister's wife. Been in church her whole life. When I first came to Sand Springs, she would call me over to her house constantly. Like every week I would be going to her house and she would be so distressed and distraught and just crying and unconsolable, and she didn't even know what was wrong with her. And we finally, the Lord opened up her understanding. She didn't know him. She was lost. She was depending on her own self for salvation. And that day that she got saved, oh my goodness, 80-year-old, and I was in her church her whole life. She was a minister's wife. And I baptized this 80-year-old gal, and, 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 and she had been reading the Bible her entire life, but she didn't really start reading it until she got saved. Because this is a spiritual book. Now all of a sudden she could spiritually discern this and she was blown away by the fact that that she now is just like, oh my goodness, it's just jumping off the page. I understand this stuff now because now she was regenerate, born again. Amen. She had a heart transplant. So here's what, let's go back to verse uh, 14. But the natural person does not receive the things of the spirit of God for their foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. So natural person over here, be with me? This person is lost. Next verse, verse 15. But he who is spiritual judges all things. So in the natural, they can't understand the things of God, but the spiritual person can. Okay? Now, that's that's two, but there's a third. Verse verse 1 of chapter 3. Chapter 3, verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual. Y'all with me? Lost person, saved person, spirit led. I could not speak to you as spiritual, but as to carnal. Lost. What's this one? Saved. What's this one? Carnal. And what does it mean that they're carnal? It means they are saved, but they're living like they're lost. They are saved, but they have not yet learned to live by the leanings of the Holy Spirit. The leadings of the Holy Spirit. So they're saved, but yet they're still not, they're they're able to hear from God. They're just not picking up what he's laying down. John chapter 10, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. People often ask, uh, "How?" I'm a Christian, I know I'm a Christian, but how can I hear from God? Well, the, the truth of God's scripture says you do hear. You do hear. You just may be not picking up what you're hearing as that's God. Yeah, that's and it may be that other noises and sounds of your heart are drowning out the, the, the calling of the spirit of God on your heart. But you're hearing him. You might just not be picking it up. You, you're hearing him. You might just not be discerning him. So here's in chapter 3 verse 1. I, brethren, I could not speak to you as a spiritual people but as the carnal as to babes in Christ. Uh, I like babies until they loud and stanky. And then that somebody else's turn to like that baby. Uh, <laughs> but one thing that is very sad is when someone who has matured in numbers of years, uh, it, it is, a, it is a, it's a weak spot for me. I will ball like a child to see someone who is physically or mentally disabled. I'm telling you, I, I'm, a, I'm a mess. I, I used to work in a warehouse. The shipping and receiving was my thing. And, and uh, once a month, there would be a, a bus of, of, of kids from special ed class in Tyler, and they would come to my loading dock, and I would rent the rest of the day. I just I was just done. I'd just sit over there in my corner. <laughs> <laughs> Just ball. Uh, But you know who, uh, when, when someone is that way by choice, uh, that don't, that don't make me sad. That makes me mad. When you have a Christian who is not a baby in Christ, they've been a Christian for 30, 40, 50 years, and yet they choose not to be led by the Holy Spirit. I am disturbed by that. I have to I have all kinds of questions. Does someone not disciple them well? Have they not picked up the fork and fed themselves? What, what's going on there? And Paul is a little disturbed by that. He says, I brother, I could not speak to you as the spiritual people, but as the carnal, as the babes in Christ, I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you're still not able. <laughs> yeah. Paul is twisting off on him. He said, Y'all ought to be more grown than this. You ought to be grown. You should be more mature than this. What has happened? They they went from lost to saved, but they didn't go far enough to spiritual. They can now pick up on the things of God. They can now read the scriptures with spiritual eyes, but they still have not yet learned to give themselves to the leading of the Holy Spirit. If I am living by the tree of knowledge of good and evil, I am a carnal Christian who now has the ability to be led by the spirit I just don 't do it. I would rather be led by my head than by my heart. That makes sense. All right, well, that was fun. I'll put my table back up here where it 's supposed to be uh, i want to I want to continue now. I laid the groundwork first Corinthians chapter two i 'm going back up the scriptures now in the passage of scripture verse 9 Paul says I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who what love him him. that's the key because if I am living by the letter of the law that I'm living by my faculties if I'm living by love now I'm being led by his spirit Jesus was asked uh, teacher what's the greatest commandment he said love love God, love God. And then when you love God, there'll be a natural response, a supernatural response as well. You'll love me. He said, love God's the first commandment, the greatest and the second is likened to it. Love your neighbor as yourself. In this verse nine, it says, or let's jump down to verse 10, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. In other words, those before us. Before the giving of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, they, they could not pick up on what you get. I hope you know you're blessed. I hope that you recognize that not only do you live by these scriptures, but now you have the Spirit of God speaking these into your heart. Amen. And, and so the, the previous, those who, who were actually over here in the law section, they, they can't get this stuff. But verse 10, but God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. I love the deep things of God. I am an adventurous kind of a guy. Uh, If there's something to be known and experienced, I want in on it. I'm not satisfied looking uh, at the edge of the woods. I'm going to be in the woods. I, I like snorkeling. That's how I lost the hearing in one of my ears. I'm not satisfied bobbing around like a cork on the surface. I'm going to go deep. I want to see down in there. I want to to get my hands on it. I want to be involved in it. I am not satisfied splashing around in shallow theology. I want to know the deep things of God. Amen. I hope that you you can harmonize with that. I hope that you can hear what I'm saying and say, that's me. I want to know the deep things of God. Verse 11, for what man knows the things of man except the spirit of the man which is in him? And even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So if you can't know even your own spirit very well, then you sure can't know his spirit by your own faculties. You have to be led into the deeper things by his spirit. Amen. It's good right here. Verse 12, Now. We have received, not the spirit of the world, but the capital S spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Y'all are filthy rich. You are filthy. I I am so glad to tell you today, I am stinking rich. (laughs) Now, my bank account won't show it, but my heavenly one is, there's no limit. There's no limit. And so he says, and St. Same, same Paul told the church of Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 1, I am praying for you that God will enlighten you, that he will open up your understanding to all of the riches that you have in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's good. Verse uh, uh, 12, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual And now we're back to that verse of scripture saying that natural man can't pick up on the things of God. The lost person can't understand the spiritual things. A a saved person can, but they must choose to. Let's just pause for just one second. little side note. How can I grow in my spiritual understanding? How can I grow in what we're just reading about? I'm going to tell you how. At the slightest inclination that you've heard from God, act on it. That's, that's good right there. That's, at the slightest inclination, I think I may have received a word from the Lord. Act on it. Move on it. Receive it. Do something with it. And you'll become more and more and more and more sensitive. Because you've already been given that new heart, right? Took out a heart of stone, gave you a heart of flesh, a heart that's tender, that is now able to receive from the Lord. So when you act on what God has given you, you'll become more sensitive. If you don't act on what God has given you, you'll become more hard. A Christian can revert back to hardness. I know some Christians. I think they are. It's questionable. (laughs) They have hearts so hard you could roller skate on them. (laughs) Just hard. What happened? Uh, Well, they didn't learn how to be spiritual. They didn't learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit. So, let's go back to verse 15. This is where I'm going. Mm. He who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. Yeah, I want to hang out on that for a little bit. I know that there's a lost world that's hollering all the time. You can't judge me. You can't judge me. You can't judge me. That's right, and I don't want to. But here, I'm a saved man. I'm going to tell you, you can't judge me. Yeah, good. You, don't, you don't know me. And I don't know you. And here's the thing. Let me just kind of clarify something real quick. Sometimes people act weird around me. People act weird around me because they think, well, he's a preacher. He must be trying to read me. He must be trying to evaluate me. He must be trying to judge every word that I say like we judge every word he says. And we must be... and people act weird around me can I just help you I am not judging you I am not evaluating you I am not doing any of that kind of stuff you might be really 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 surprised how little I care about what you do (laughs) now I did not say how little I care about you You might be really, really, really surprised how much I care about you, but how little I care about what you do. Because even even evaluating someone, the very limited bit that I get of someone's life, I can't know your heart. And even in a conversation in the hallway that might last seconds, how could I judge that? How could I possibly judge that unless you're a jerk? And then I have made a decision. (laughs) And then, uh, yes, I've judged you. And it was an accurate judgment. (laughs) I'm just serious. So (laughs) chapter three, chapter three. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as the carnal, as the babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you're not able to receive it. Shame on you. Shame on you. You ought to be more spiritually mature by now. And they're saying, well, how can you judge that we're not spiritually mature? He said, how can you judge that you're carnal? Well, where there are envy, verse 3, envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? So... As it just went and from two passages away, it says you can't judge the spirit of a person. It's a heart condition. It said, but a heart condition will lead to actions that are all dark, negative, critical. It's always this way. Let's read that again. Verse uh, three of chapter three, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife and divisions among you. Do you see that those three things that are the litmus test for carnality are all person to person? See that? Person to person. It's relational. That was the litmus test that Paul was using to prove that they were not picking up this way because they were all messed up this way. So if we become judgmental towards one another, now what we are showing is that we are carnal. Because when I have this heart transplant and he has transformed me into now a supernatural person, I am tender this way and this way. I am sensitive to him and sympathetic towards people. You know who Jesus struggled with the most? It wasn't the prostitute. It wasn't the murderer. It wasn't the thief. He had no issue with those. It was those who had huge heads and tiny hearts. They were experts in the law. Who were experts in the knowledge of good and evil. But yet they were not living from the tree of life. May we be a people who live, live from the tree of life. May we be a people who live led by the spirit. May we be a people who are always examining our own hearts and not other people's actions. Here's what I know. When it comes to this topic, that this dude right here is a full-time job. Constantly examining my heart, and being led by the leanings of this heart, that's a full-time job. I ain't got time to be evaluating and judging you because this dude's a mess. And this heart will continue to drift back to that tree of knowledge if I don't yank it back to the tree of life. Y'all with me? I hope that you can echo what I'm saying. That, that Yeah, that's me too. It's all of us. We will revert back to the tree of knowledge if we don't intentionally keep eating from the tree of life. We will go back to good works rather than grace. If we aren't intentional about taking ourselves. Nope, nope, nope. Every decision I must make must be a love decision, a heart decision. I need to bring my heart back into right alignment with God. The issue of the heart. Is the heart of the matter. It's everything. We have three things that we ask people to do at Sand Springs. You're doing one of them right now. We ask you to come to worship sometime. Because that this service is with the intentionality to know God. Three things we ask people to do. Come to know God. And we, on a Sunday morning worship service... That's, that's where we're going with it. I'm teaching us more and more about God all the time. So I need to come to know him by salvation and then come to know him better through uh, the teaching of the God's word. Second thing we ask people to do it is to grow in God. And that, has happened, that happens best in small groups. To grow in the knowledge of his word, to grow in the knowledge of myself and how that I can be led by the Lord. That happens best. That's the right environment is in a small group, and then we ask people to flow with God. And what we mean by that is is get involved in serving somewhere. So we invite you to worship, be discipled, and serve. Those three things. And so uh, if y'all are kind of mechanical, you might pick pick up on what this is. Uh, Y'all know what planetary gears are? Two of you might. (laughs) So there are three gears on the outside, and they're all turning. Some of your tractor wheels are built just like this. Everybody got it now. Oh, okay now. <laughs> Planetary gears. And in the middle, that one gear is turning the these are all turning this one. Or this one's turning those. So we have these three things. Know God, growing God, flow with God. You know what? All three of those things are trying to create in us? Intimacy with God. It's everything. Everything we do here revolves around that one thing. That's why we're constantly trying to say it's a personal relationship. It's a personal walk with Jesus Christ. It's not not the checklist Christianity. You need to become more and more and I need to become more and more intimate with God. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, help us in that. We are flawed and frail. And I'm unable to do that in our own strength. But thank you, God, that those of us who have come to faith in Jesus Christ have had a heart transplant. You took out the heart of stone, gave us a heart of flesh, and then there has been this giving to us the Holy Spirit. It is now God in us, speaking to this tenderized heart. Lord, help us to be more and more sensitive. And that today even, if someone has now become very aware that they're lost, that's why you don't hear from God. That's why you can't understand spiritual truths. You've not been made new. Lord, I pray that 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 transformation would happen right now. That we would confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead. And we'll be saved. For with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. And with the heart belief unto salvation. Thank you God. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.